Welcome to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. These shows are unedited, uncensored, and unbelievably good. I would love it if you joined us on Instagram when we go live with awesome guests and great topics. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on the live shows tab on my profile. I hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram from right here in my RV in Chicago, Illinois. I cannot wait to leave and get to my next destination. I'm thinking maybe Mount Rushmore. That sounds like fun. All right. Today we are talking about perimenopause because with midlife comes perimenopause. You're welcome. Uh, You guys are going to learn how to take back control of perimenopause, rebalance your hormones, and feel confident in your body. I said you guys, but I guess I mean you girls. (laughs) But guys, you can listen, you know? I mean, it's helpful for you guys to understand all of these crazy hormones that we women have. Our guest today is Bria Gad. She is a personal trainer, holistic health coach, and integrative nutritionist who specializes in female hormones. She is the founder of the Period Shh Whisperer, that's right, podcast and the P4 Formula, helping women with weight release and energy gain in pre and post menopause and finding clarity in hormonal chaos. Everyone, please welcome Bria to the show. Here we go. Thank you. So thank you so much for having me. I love your show. I love what you share and normalize. And if, you know, obviously your followers are here, they're listening. I mean, I I have to say like your glamour shot that you just posted. I mean, the proof is in the pudding that this woman has figured out midlife. Because you don't look any older than you did at 15 somehow. And in fact, you somehow look even more stunning. Ah, so. ah, ah, thank you. Ah, I love you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> you're so nice. I know. We'll we could just, give each other No, you're the best. The whole time, you know? <laughs> no, you are so good. And you know what? It's funny because I was mm. thinking that I literally just found that Glamour Shots photo. Yeah. And I was like, I have to post this. But you know what's interesting is that that woman, the well, the the fifteen year old girl compared to the fifty year fifty year old yes. woman, fifty year young woman, yeah. um, it's confidence. That's the difference, and confidence yeah, really is so is. much more beautiful. You know, I mean, it's just being comfortable in your skin, yeah. and which I think we'll talk about that today too with perimenopause because yeah, you gotta get comfy with it, right? Yeah. So tell everyone a little bit more about you and how yeah, you for, up doing Sure. Thank you. Now. So um, I, my name's Bria. I have been in the wellness space online, especially for like 12 years since having my second child. And um, he's about to turn 12. It all started happening at that same time. But for the first kind of, you know, nine, eight, nine years, I was really focused at, I was a personal trainer and online fitness coach and nutrition coach. And, you know, I took a lot of pride in you know, helping women learn how to carve out space for themselves, feel good in their bodies. Um, But, you know, when I hit 35, 36, things really started to shift, you know, first in my clients who were all around my age, right? We end up really attracting, you know, our people that are a lot like us in that same stage. Yeah. And they, you know, 
what I, what we started noticing was like, just things weren't working the same or they just weren't feeling really great in their body. And, um, and it was for me as a, as a trainer, I was a bit disheartening. Like I had to take a big step back in my business and be like, what's going on? Like what we're doing is not working. Um, and then around 37 for me, it was like, for me, it was like, it just this kind of slow descent upon what was going on in my body. Everything from you know, just kind of weirdly gaining weight, having a lot of digestive issues, starting to have some irregular periods, lots of really yeah. low moods or more anxiety. And, and the real kicker for me, besides like night sweats was waking up and, you know, not being able to sleep properly. Like I've always been, sleep has always been my superpower. It seems to be like a genetic thing that runs in my family. And it was, it was kind of that straw that broke the camel's back for me that sent me off to my doctor who, you know, did a whole panel, asked all the questions. She was really amazing, but was like, you're the picture of health. And I was like, if I'm the picture of health at 38, and this is how I feel, like, I, I don't know, Wendy, like, I yeah. just, I'm like, it felt really depressing. Like, I was glad I wasn't dying of something awful, of course, but it was really sad to feel like, is this really the best I'm going to feel for the rest of my life? Um, and I know that right. that's something a lot of women go through. They're like, I don't feel right. Something's not right. And they're like, this is just the way it is. Wave your white midlife flag and suck it up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, going back uh, to, let's see, I guess it was in my thirties that I started to have all of those same symptoms. And yes, I was like running around from doctor to doctor thinking like mm -hmm. something was seriously wrong. And I had no, the term perimenopause, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know that term until I started the show, which was maybe, yeah, a little over a year, a year ago. And because yeah. I had a guest on the show that talked about perimenopause, I was like, I'm yeah. like, okay, I know all about menopause, but I didn't know about perimenopause. I was like, why didn't somebody tell me about this? It would have saved me so much time right. and money and frustration. Yeah. Going, oh, this that, is normal. Yeah. Like you're supposed to go through like, this. You're not alone. I mean, I didn't yeah. know about it either. And I was in the wellness industry, like yeah. in focusing on women. And in fact, right. research and studies show that like 50% of women haven't even heard the term until it smacks them in the face, basically, which kind of tells you what we do. Like there's like right. so much we're not, we don't understand or we're not being educated on. And then of course there's miseducation around it as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you end up? So, I mean, I was in a right hole, now. like that's how it felt. It was a yeah. really low point for me. And I've always been, you know, probably like you, like outgoing, happy. And it just, I felt like I was losing myself, losing everything. And you know, a couple major things happened. So I really had to, you know, dive into research. I did a lot of different certifications. I specialized in hormones and gut health and, and really started to understand what actually is happening in the female body during perimenopause, which we can talk about. Because um, there's a few things that a few major parts that are going on. But for me, it was like one, I had to really, you know, revisit all these ways I thought that were healthy for me, really change a lot of my thinking, which mm -hmm. is hard sometimes. And and kind of start fresh and, and, you know, two things happened. One, when I realized that I was going about it the wrong way, once I understood and started changing things, like my body really did release. It relaxed. I started looking younger. I released weight. I felt better. I finally wasn't passing out on the couch exhausted at 730 at night. You know, I was a lot of great things happened. But yes. in the calm of that, I think part of the process for a lot of people at midlife, and this is where maybe midlife doesn't get the best the best 
you know, look. Yeah, the best rapid action rapid yeah. opportunity for us to revisit, and I'll explain why. But you know, for me, it was like I really learned everything I'd been suppressing in life, how unhappy I was, how you know, how I just pretended for a lot of my life uh, on a lot of things. And so it, it's not just dealing with this physical aspect. There's a real emotional, mental aspect. And you know, for me, at, at 38, I came out as gay and had to you know rebuild my life. Um, so it was, you know, for yeah. me, that's, uh, yeah, for you, yeah, you were like saying yeah. hello to a lot of things, goodbye to a lot of things, like moving in from leaving yeah. one chapter, moving into yeah. another chapter. You know wow. Thank you. Good Thank you. you. At 40. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's really like truly just embracing yeah. all of you and becoming your true authentic self. And that takes so much courage. You know, it does. Do and I, I think at the same time, they, so thank you for yes. saying that. But I think it's like, yeah. you kind of hit a point where it's like, you can either continue the way you're going, but you're not going to get to stay the same. It's going to be more uncomfortable. It's going to be awful. You're going to get sick. Like we don't get to stay that way. Cause we're now at that beautiful, like peak of the hill, <laughs> you know, or, you know, or right. you can do the right. work and, you know, heal yourself, reinvent yourself, do make the hard decisions and, and feel better than you did in your twenties or at 15. Right. So you did the work, you get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you know what? Yeah. I always think about mm. the metaphor of a butterfly in a cocoon. And if, if, if you were to like cut the cocoon yeah. and take the butterfly out, the butterfly would yeah. be crippled and it would actually die. But you have to leave the butterfly in the cocoon. The butterfly yeah. itself has to struggle. Like it has to like yeah. really push itself out of the cocoon. It has to deal with whatever it's got to deal with. And then it comes out, then it can fly, then it can be free and be colorful yeah. and be whatever, whoever it is. Right. So it's the same thing. Like I, I think a lot about that, whether it's just midlife, perimenopause, menopause, yeah. everything, emptiness, all the shit that comes with it. Yeah. You have to face the struggle, like, it, but it'll, it, I think it'll either make you or break you and it's your choice. So if you decide like, okay, I'm going to deal with these physical, all these physical changes, uh, the emotional changes, yeah. everything, and just embrace it. And instead like, okay, you're, you are just like I said before, it's like, you're saying hello to midlife, but you're also yeah. saying goodbye to a previous life, a previous chapter, a previous body, a previous yeah. Uh, yeah. mental state, everything. But if you try to like have one foot over here and one foot over there, yeah, it's like trying like to mess climb yourself a with up. On. Like it's yeah. just so much harder. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk yeah. about uh, yeah. perimenopause, the symptoms, yeah, what to look they, for, so all that. I think stuff. like one, I think it's so important, you know, and probably you learned this when you learned what perimenopause was, but like menopause which is the term we're used we're used to is really just one day one day 365 days after your period yes like stops you've gone a year now you're just menopause hits and you're post-menopause everything leading up to that is yes. perimenopause or they call it pre-menopause mm -hmm. or the menopause transition so there's you know different names it's all the same thing yes. and it can start in our early 30s just the way like it's as significant as puberty as you know, pregnancy, postpartum, it's that much, it's that significant of a, a swing. And yet we don't know anything about it. There's no support there. No one's reminding us to right. sleep a little more or, you know, giving us a little extra compassion because we might be irritable like we would our teens or a pregnant woman. So it's, it's that significant. And I think 
the thing that really kind of helped me understand it is that there's two major things happening in the body with perimenopause. One, like our ovaries, who kind of run the show with our hormones, are passing the torch to our adrenals. And our adrenals are obviously, they're part of like our stress management Mm -hmm. system. And so we're already a little stressed. We already got a lot going on. And now we're just adding another thing to their to-do list. So that's hard on the body. And the other thing is that actually in our brain, like our amygdala and our hippocampus, which are kind of the key parts of the brain for memory, um, you know, memory recall and memory like validation and encoding, they are really sensitive to these major sex hormones that we're shifting in estrogen and progesterone. And what we find is because of this shift, now all of a sudden things that we suppressed come to the surface you know, traumas we never dealt with, things we didn't even remember, you know, all of a sudden we become less tolerant. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I had not thought about that. The whole, you know, brain, body, emotional yeah, connection and, with all of it. I mean, and I'm just thinking back for me going through perimenopause yeah. when I didn't know it was perimenopause and going, oh yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder how such a it's, mess. I think where, where there is a swing because it's, like we see in different cultures of the world based yeah. on lifestyle choices, based on everything that not all women suffer this much, but yeah. like a hundred percent of women go through it. And like something like 73% yeah. suffer yeah. so much and never get help. Like never look for help because of that, you know, taboo yeah. element or they don't know they just have to sit in it. But I think that, you know, the symptoms right. that we can experience are everything certainly from like brain fog and, you know, terrible periods and depression and anxiety and weight gain for sure. And indigestion, like there's, and then the night sweats and the hot flashes and the lack of sleep, like there's so many things that really impact our lives. Yeah. And, but I think how significant that impact is, has everything to do with, again, how stressed our body is handling those adrenals. So what are our lifestyle choices up until this point that are now no longer serving us? And yes. in our mind, what's, what's the shit yep. we haven't dealt with? Like, what's the stuff that we're ignoring? Because now we're no longer like able, you just can't ignore it anymore. It just won't let you mentally. Right. right. Plus two, I think there's a little bit of grieving for that, that body that once yeah. was like, you know, right. Right. Like yeah. certain things yeah. you could even rely on your body for. Yeah. And it's like, no, sorry, not yeah. going to do that anymore. And you're really yeah. having to adjust to a, a new body. I mean, and I mean, if you think about, it, I think uh, you had a post on there yeah. today about like teenager, teenage years, right? And I was like reading through, I, yeah. I was reading through while I was drawing my hair. I, n- not gonna lie, but but it's true. And I thought about, I was like, yeah. I mean, we we can't get mad of like, okay, I still don't have the body of you know mm-hmm. uh, when I was born or when I was ten years old or twenty years old. It's like. Yeah, this is yeah. how you evolve as a human being. Like you cannot fight totally. how the body is supposed to evolve. And that including for women, that includes yeah. like the ovaries and perimenopause and menopause. I'm actually I'm already wow. menopause, believe it or not. Look to the future. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes, like I'm on E on everything. But you know what, too? I mean, I, um, like, going back to what you were saying for you, like, yeah. you were very healthy. I was the same way. I was very, very healthy. I ate well. I would do, like, de- detoxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took very good yeah. care of myself. And I was like, what is happening? So, yeah, even the healthiest of healthiest women are still yeah. going to have a little bit of challenge and struggle yeah. 
when you move Absolutely. into perimenopause. Just like puberty, right? you're like, yeah. if you think of anything, like a big transition's happening in the body, like all the times in your life where you've maybe moved houses, as you know, or moved locations, where you've started a new job, where you've been in, you know, <laughs> had a new element in your relationship or gotten out of a relationship, you know, there's, yeah. or you had a child, like there's a six month yeah. to three year, like transition period where you're like trying to figure stuff out. You're like, I don't know where it becomes even familiar. So, and that's happening for us. And it doesn't have to be as insane as long as we understand that we have some Mm -hmm. choice around how to manage it. Yes, exactly. And we're going to get to that. So, but question for people that may not know, how long does So it can begin just like, you know, how there's a window for puberty, but basically the shifting of hormones, it can begin Mm -hmm. in your early thirties, but usually begins somewhere around 35. And it goes until you achieve menopause. So it could be, you know, 55 is the average 30. Mm-hmm. So we're talking 20 years here is like sort of an average window. But what's this, the experience mm-hmm. during the journey, you know, is going to be different in earlier perimenopause to later perimenopause. And then, of course, how bad it is for you is going to have a lot to do with you and your life up until now. Yes, exactly. And I was thinking too, like perimenopause is a great way to set your body mm-hmm. up for <laughs> menopause, which can be, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I, once I figured it out, then no once deal. I hit menopause, it was like, whatever. Like it was not that big of a deal. Like I felt yeah. like I went through the bulk of it during perimenopause and maybe everyone's a little bit different. Maybe some, some of that has to do with lifestyle. I don't know. But I do feel like maybe like the, the perimenopause can be like the toughest. And then once menopause, like, and I, I, I do think though, if you set your, your body up well for it and your mind, yes. and your, your mindset, yes. um, embracing the whole thing, like yes. I was saying, a little butterfly, um, then totally. it does make it a I, I absolutely easier. agree with you. I mean, yeah. no matter what age you're at, you're building your body to 10 years from now. Anyway, like so whether it's, you know, whether you're 30 and you're yep. your 40 year old body or you're 20 and you're like, that's what, what our choices today are, what is going to impact us obviously in a decade. So if you do this work now, and it's right. a great time to do the work because we can look at it and be like, this sucks. It's awful. I feel terrible. Like I hate getting older or we can mm-hmm. be like, wow, my brain is no longer putting up with my shit anymore. Like now, and neither is my body and I can deal yes. with it now. And then yeah. it's looking amazing later. Yeah. Or I can, it's going to be harder yep. later. We all know that. Like nothing gets easier. Yep. I was telling you before we started the show that when, once I found out, yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to talk about perimenopause. Yeah. I was like, cool. I'm like, I, I, I know this subject, right? I mean, sometimes I have guests on the show that talk about uh, whatever, <laughs> turning life insurance policies into, know. you know, cash. What am I doing? I'm like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that yeah. I have no idea yeah. about but this. I definitely do. Yeah. So let's start talking about solutions yeah, to that's the problems. So because I think the solutions can feel that it, I try to, I think it's important to be, we want to keep these things simple as possible. Like we already have so much happening in the yeah. body and perimenopause I find is a real like energy supply and demand <laughs> game. Like no, we're, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. I, I have a dog too. David. I <laughs> No, that's okay. No, it's, you know, it's a real energy supply and demand game. Just like when our kids are going through puberty and need to sleep more or, you know, because they're growing so quick and so many things are happening or in pregnancy when we have to sleep more because our body's creating another human, like 
stuff's going on behind the scenes and we just don't have the same amount of energy that we used to. So the path back, you know, when knowing it's an adrenal thing and knowing it's a brain shifting thing kind of comes down to, you know, a few key pieces. And I created the P4 formula to try to keep it really simple because nobody has time for more on their to-do list. Like, no, you know, I want, the only thing you should be adding to your to-do list is more fun. I think at this stage in life, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, exactly know how I feel about that. <laughs> more yeah. fun, more yeah. fun. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so the P4, what yeah, so the P the first P the P4 P4. formula is permission to prioritize yourself. And I think that's you know, I think anyone who's listening to this podcast, who follows you, who listens, you know, checks into my podcast, who's like giving a shit about this right now, is starting that process. Like you have to stop martyring. Yeah. You have to stop thinking you can squeeze yourself into the cracks of other people's lives and finally realize how valuable it is for you and the opportunity cost of you to put yourself first for once. Yeah. Oh, I love so that's that. A, that you said that. That actually mm-hmm. is one of the first things for me I was sharing with you when I had yeah. my midlife meltdown, if you will, that it was finally putting Wendy yeah. number one in my life. I've always, and, and, and you know, women, especially being mothers and like you're, you're running around taking care of everybody else. And they're like, oh yeah. And then like then perimenopause hits and you try to put that on the back burner never works. And so, yeah, it's that time in your life. Give yourself permission yeah. to love yourself, take care of yeah. yourself and make yourself yeah. a priority. Think, you know, so, we, yeah, I love that. Like we give our partners, mm-hmm. I don't think we give our partners mm-hmm. enough credit. I think if we stand up and we're like, look, this is for me. I think yeah. a lot of our partners are pretty supportive of that stuff, but yeah. we have to be the one who's confident enough to be like, yeah. oh no, this is time. Like it's my time. And when I feel right. happy, you're all going to be happier anyway. <laughs> so that's how it works. Yeah. Yes, ex- exactly. So exactly. The so second true. one is to prioritize yeah. inflammation. So we get really caught up. And this is, I think, where people really like to hear the tangibles of what do I do? What do I not do? Um, you know, we get really caught up in like, well, what should I eat? What shouldn't I eat? You know, how, how much should I work out and all these things? But it's more about, again, this kind of energy, what's giving to my body and what's taketh away, you know, like this is what we want to really focus on. So it's, you know, prioritizing, of course, sleep, you know, a lot of us, you know, hang our hat on not sleeping a whole lot. We need more sleep always. Women need more sleep than men always, but especially in these years we need, I mean, I've been sleeping at least an extra hour a night than I ever used to. And you know what? It's delicious. Like it's so good. Yeah. Oh God. Gosh, I love, yeah, I cannot, like, mm. I, I'm okay if I get sick, yeah. but yeah. eight hours is like, yeah, I, I know, and I, I listened to, I'm, I'm not going to say who it was, it was an inspirational speaker, and he had said that, oh, you really only need two hours of sleep a night, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm like, no, if you want me to be happy, <laughs> like, I mean, I need more than studies show us sleep. that you need at least, <laughs> yeah. like, seven is yeah. bare minimum for us to, like, recover from workouts, yeah. for us to you know, heal yes. process. And when cortisol, which is our stress hormone is the big player in messing up our hormones yes. more, there's only two things that reduce cortisol right. in the body, sleep and pleasure. So it's like, yep. that's what's on the menu. So yes. yeah. Yes. So re- reducing yeah, inflammation exactly. with sleeping enough um, and really prioritizing it, like making it so important in your life is like that non-negotiable foundation you know, learning how to move with your hormones, you know, so often we get caught up like doing the thing. We need to do these hard workouts. And I always think I like to, you know, I love fitness. It's been my hobby for so long, but fitness is really like for a luxury body situation. Like 
you need to have your pill, your, your yeah. foundation strong. Like if you want abs, great. You can get, but like, you can't get abs if you can't find time to walk for 30 minutes a day first. Like let's move our body properly within and, and, you know, mm-hmm. stretch it, expand it, do the things that it really needs. And then you can ask more of it later. Um, because otherwise every time you do yeah. it, it's just adding more cortisol, suppressing the progesterone, throwing us further out of whack. Yeah. So yes. it's finding ways to feel good that yep. way. And then of course with nutrition, it's, you know, pulling out the inflammatory foods and I think not making a big deal of it. We mm-hmm. all get really caught up in being like, Oh, what am I going to do without my alcohol? Or what am I going to do without my sugar? It's like, we don't need to give things up forever, but let's like heal the wound happening. And let's just right. give ourselves a little bit of space. Yeah. And let's not make it a big deal. It's okay for us to give to our body what it deserves. Yeah, I'm so glad that you said that because I feel like nowadays it's there's a lot of extremists yeah. with in the diet world. Yeah. Like you have this can of like it's like no, yeah. it should, there should be a happy medium. You don't have to give up things no. just because so and so said so, and that's the way it's supposed to be. And I think actually for me. When I hit perimenopause, it was that time to figure out more, tune yeah. more into my body. What do you like? What do you don't like? Like you said earlier, it's like what what will yeah. help or what will hinder your body, and and yeah, and being proactive exactly. about it, not being reactive, like trying to get ahead yeah. of it. Like you said, like moving with your hormones. And speaking of moving, like for me, I was always mm-hmm. into like the weights and, and doing marathons and big time cyclists. And I was like, yeah, I was like, why? That's exhausting. But you know what is interesting? Uh I, so I started doing yoga, love it. And I think there was that mindset or that misperception of like, okay, if you do slower activities, Mm -hmm. you're not going to lose weight. You're not going to get in shape. That's bull crap. Because Actually, I think when you're doing slower activities, especially at mm-hmm. midlife, when your mm-hmm. body is slowing down a little bit, your cortisol like levels are not Absolutely. going through the roof, right? Exactly. So, yeah. so for me, yoga has been great and I feel better. Yeah. It's good for, for my mind. It's good for my joints. I've always had very like tight, achy joints and they were worse yep. during perimenopause and menopause. <laughs> yep. So yeah, but just, yeah. or just going for a walk and, and, and I think it's too, like, it is giving yeah. yourself permission to change things up. You don't have to do whatever is the craze. You don't have to do whatever anybody's yeah. like, just tap into your body and figure out what exactly. your body, like ask your body. What yes. Like, did we ever ask our body? <laughs> I did we ask her like, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, after all, you're like, you're carrying, yeah. this body's carrying you around for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, well, we're Maybe so, this was the point of the period whispers. Like, let's understand the whispers of our body before they turn into some bloody screams at us. But, yes. yeah, but you know, we, we think we're tired, so we caffeinate. You know, we don't want to deal with something, so we numb yeah. with something else. Like, we're kind of missing the mark, you know, and, on those things. And, you know, again, when it comes to, you know, food, mm-hmm. like indulgences and things that maybe aren't the best for the body, look, if it brings you pleasure, great. Like, then it's going to, you know, can counterbalance. Yeah. Is it every day? I mean, that's an addiction, but like, you know, but if we're, you know, if it's here and there, I mean, yeah. who cares? Like, have the fun, do the thing, bring the joy, and then, you know, make the changes. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I felt the same way with you. I used to be a hardcore, like, into all my HIIT workouts, all my, you know, heavy lifting. And I still really like to lift weights, but only when I know my body's foundationally strong, you know, my hormones are ticking. Okay. And Mm. I 
find found most often for yeah. me learning to settle into yoga. I avoided it and I avoided it. And it was because it's because of the chatter in your mind, right? Like what's happening in your head that you don't want right. to deal with because you're, you want to hustle through it, right? In another workout and make yourself feel better. And that's, right. that's kind of leans on that brain aspect of what's going on in perimenopause. You just can't avoid it. If you're not happy, if you're lying to yourself about something, yeah. it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And a lot of it, as far as eating, you know, nowadays people are like, okay, tell me exactly what to eat. Like, and I understand that mm-hmm. at the same time, it's common sense. You know, it's like, I mean, eating the candy bar, do you think that's going to help? Could that cause some inflammation? But eat the candy bar, you can eat the candy bar, right? And it's not going to affect you. But to me, it's like, just stick to the biggest aisle in the grocery store, you know, stick to aisle one, go, you know, I mean, I eat fish, chicken, I eat meat, whatever, you know, but mostly just whole foods, not, not, but (laughs) I do know. I totally was the same. Like when you're hurt, you know, when you're in an inflammatory place and everything's running amok, like if you're really bad in hormonal chaos, yes, it's really beneficial for you to like pull out the main inflammatory foods, right? Talking like sugar, gluten, you know, conventionally raised dairy, soy, GMO soy, things like that for four weeks. That would be nice. Pull them all out because then you're going to heal things before you keep picking at that scab, right? So it's like, but then after that, it's like, let's just eat our three to four meals a day. Let's make sure there's vegetables in each one of them and protein and then whatever else you eat with it. So what? But it's, it's that consistency in blood sugar is so important to keeping stress levels low and inflammation low in our body. And I think that we need to stop making it a bigger deal than it is and just find more. If if your food and your drink is the only joy in your life, that's the problem. You need to find more joy. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't feel shame about it. I mean, we've all been there. We've all leaned on these things and been yeah. like, I'm desperate for that glass yeah. of wine at the end of the day. But let's have a real conversation like with ourselves about what's what we need and what we need yeah. more of. It, yeah, it takes yeah. the focus off of those things. Like when you add more things to your life, it'll take the focus off of just those one or yeah. two things that Absolutely. you have to look forward to. P3 yeah. so is about uh, all about perspective. So it's, you know, really prioritizing mm-hmm. that perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we can look at things as being harder. We can look at things as, you know, as this being a terrible time in life, or we can be like, Hey, yes, I'm climbing Mount Everest, but I'm doing it with friends. I'm going to catch some amazing views. Think of how strong I'm going to get on the journey. Think about the view from the top. And at the same time, the other part I really teach about in perspective is yeah. recognizing like, how to look for results. We get really stuck thinking like, is this working? Is this not working? I'm stepping on a scale. I'm stepping on a scale. But it's like, when you're in a hole, <laughs> you got to get yourself back up in yeah. the glass before you can expect to see, you know, any results, first of all. So, you know, the first two, three, even right. four weeks of making any changes in your life is really a reduction in inflammation. Then we kind of have that holding pattern of time mm-hmm. where we're, you know, I always picture it like building a high rise. The first three to four weeks of trying anything new, you're like digging your parking garage, you're dig, laying the foundation, right? And then you got to do all the piping. You got to fix all the mm-hmm. mess that wasn't there in the first place. So when it comes to weight release, that's sort of the last, you know, piece of the puzzle that'll happen. Yeah. Like if your, you know, periods are getting more regular, if you're feeling more sane, if you're sleeping better, if your digestion's better, if you're feeling proud of the decisions you're making for yourself, mm-hmm. you're on your way. You just got to keep going long enough to get there. 
Speaking of perspective, I love that you said mm. weight release and not weight loss because I, it is, I feel like once you start to just mm-hmm. focus on some other things and you're, if you're eating well, you're taking care of your body, you're, you're thinking well, yeah, it will, will release. It, and I feel like with weight, sometimes yeah. we are hanging on to yeah. it because em- emotions can make yeah. you hang on to that weight. And once you just start to feel better, it'll just, yeah. it'll just naturally it. come like, off. And I think that's, you know, when we're not so focused on the things that are stressing us out and, and quite literally when you gain weight in perimenopause, it's usually around the belly. Everyone always talks yeah. about this and that is it's stressed. It's because mm-hmm. there's too much cortisol mm-hmm. in the body. The liver can't metabolize the yeah. hormones. So it, it stores it in your fat until it can. So it's literally holding on to it until yes. you can get out of its way so it can release and metabolize it finally. So that's, it is a release. Like it's, it's the yeah. releasing of emotions and a releasing of, you know, of the actual hormones caught up in your fat cells. Yes. We've oh, got great. some people on here leaving some great comments. Thank you so much. Um, let's see, buddy, buddy love. Uh, it's about mental well-being. On top of the perspective of you feel better, you enjoy the opportunity of being a woman. Number one, it's such a passionate time in a yes. female's life, not to be ignored. Yes, I totally agree. Yes, well said. Well said. Thank you That's so much. Yeah, so great. She's leave yeah, it really is a really so empowering you know. time. Yeah, and we can look at it as such, or we cannot. But that's up to us. You know, that's up to us to do that. Right. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the key four is presence in the body. And that's, you know, we, I feel like we've already kind of talked about, you know, you uh, talked about that really, you know, paying attention. And I yeah. think like even just a simple body scan every day, or this is where yoga or 30 minutes on a mat of just taking time, or maybe you meditate, or maybe you just go for a walk. But like, again, mm. we get really caught up when we're like, oh, I, I feel fat. I'm going to go work out. And it's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's really, you know, it's like, I feel yeah. like I need something, you know, I'm a boy. You want to avoid something. You reach for this. You want to, you know, it's like, how does your body feel? Not how your head thinks your body feels. Often I'll ask my clients this question. They'll be like, I feel right. frustrated. I'm like, no, no, your body doesn't feel frustrated. That's your head. How does your body feel? Is it tired? Is it sore? Is it swollen? Is it indigestion? Is it energized? Yeah. Like, what do you actually feel? feeling because it's giving you these messages and this feedback and we're just a little too caught up here sometimes right yeah just thinking that though too is and i i i was just thinking i do it myself that if you feel something then automatically you have this instant reaction of yeah. this is what i go to this is like yeah. if i feel this i go and do this or i whatever so instead like stopping and going wait is that what yeah. i really need to do you yeah. know, like maybe, maybe I, I need to lay down and take maybe a nap. Maybe good cry instead maybe of going to the gym. orgasm. Like, what do I yes. need? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I vote for option B. Option B. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. I'm going with the orgasm. Yeah. But a nap is good. And you could have that after. Or anyway. before. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, presence. Yeah. And being just mindful and and i feel like uh with meditation for me like there's several different ways you can do meditation you can do it through yoga you can do it through a walk i mean really meditation is like it's slowing down the brain waves it is kind of tuning more into your body and just listening and very rarely kind of going back to your saying like we we don't ask our bodies what we want but just listening (laughs) 
to want to be the CEO of your body, you got to think like a CEO. You got to be strategic. And CEOs, they ask great questions. Mm-hmm. They listen. They think about the future and where we're going, and they make those hard decisions to get there because it's the betterment of the whole, yeah. the whole being, the whole system. So I think, yeah, like getting really clear yeah. on like, okay, well, what what do I really need? You know, maybe I do really need a hug, but I am going to have this, you know, yes. piece of candy. Fine, as long as you know it. <laughs> like, let's be aware of what that means and the right questions of it. But so often when we realize that we just need, we need a stress release or we need a nap or we need some help, you know, and we give ourselves that it goes so much further as opposed to choosing maybe the thing that's not so helpful and it's going to make things worse. Yep. I was just thinking too, uh, you know, one thing to keep in mind when you're going through perimenopause, it's temporary. And just remind yourself, like, I'll get through this. It's Mm -hmm. very, brace it. It's going to be all right. And knowing too that other women are going through the same damn thing. Don't look at it as temporary, like, oh, I can just hold, hold, you know, vigil here and let it go. Like, this is a time for you to step into empowering your body for what it deserves to feel. You deserve to feel fucking awesome right now and if you're not taking yeah. hold of that yeah. you're missing out like jump in move yeah. if you want to move you know like change yeah. the change the hard change because it's going to be worth it right mm-hmm. right yep i agree so you're uh, do you have an yeah so i teach the people a formula actually work? inside my perimenopause posse we do a monthly challenge where they either teach you how to sync with your cycle uh-huh. or you know something really relevant that can be just a seven-day challenge but i teach the p4 formula in there we do live weekly coaching um i do one-on-one coaching as well but i love the posse because it kind of brings us together in that real united female area um, and yeah, there's a fresh challenge every month and it's, it's really, you know, one of the loves of my life right now. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah. I'm all about, of course, midlife makeover, like that, like I love all- posse. <laughs> like, yeah. What was it? Perimenopause posse. Oh, I love it. That's so great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the for a podcast, podcast where I really try to just educate and, you know, and address the real stuff that we're going through right now and, and how hard it is and just share what's worked for, you know, and, and you know, sometimes do that. some of the things that you're doing as well is just kind of shed some light on the areas that are relevant to perimenopause specifically and what we're going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it. come check me out at, um, on Instagram, right on here on Instagram, at, uh, Bria underscore period underscore whisper, or my website's Bria the period whisper.com or at the period whisper podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I love it. Yeah. If you guys are watching right now, I think yeah. it's on the very top. You can click on that. Oh, thank you. Follow her right now. Um, yeah. And I'm going to okay. actually post this onto my page as soon it. as we get done here. And then this will go on oh, to the oh, podcast on I can't wait to share it out. So, yeah, thank you, Wendy. I, I love what you do. I'm, I'm yeah. so grateful for little, you spreading that yeah. message, spreading that vibe. I think like it makes such a difference. And I really appreciate you. <laughs> Ah, thank you thank so you. much. I appreciate you. you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Before we part ways, just a few quick reminders of how you and I can connect outside of this fabulous show. Number one. Join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife, relationships, health, mindset, and more. You will receive episode updates, interview clips of the show, Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. 
basically anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to the midlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. Number two, 